Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmeed, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, Rask and Halak report to Warrior Ice Arena, and the NHL and NHLPA announce protocols for Phases 3 and 4. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and tune in. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Tuka Rask and Yuroslav Halak joined the Bruins for voluntary workouts last week. With the limit on participants doubling from 6 to 12 players, Chara, Marshan, Bergeron, Corrali, Grizzlick, Moore, Lindholm, and Krug also joined them on the ice. Nordstrom is quarantining in Boston after returning from Sweden and he'll return to the ice this week. I expect more players to report next week for training camp that begins on Monday. As of now, the Bees will be allowed to have thirty roster uh, have a roster of 30 skaters plus four goaltenders. Teams are allowed an unlimited number of goalies on the roster given the potential for injury or positive tests. Though the exact number of skaters as as well as how many can travel to the team's bubble city has yet to be determined. Now, during the used during a normal postseason, the teams would be able to carry a squad made up of, uh, made up of eight to ten players from the Providence Bruins. They would continue to train just in case they are needed because of injuries. Now, typically, that group is separated from the big club and skates on its own. Though that could change this postseason given the unusual circumstances. I think we'll probably see maybe some of the baby bees make an appearance in one of the three round robin games. So you might see a Jack Stanika or, you know, I'm thinking maybe a Trent Frederick in there. You know, who knows? You might see a couple of these these young guys, these wannabes play in one of these round robin games just to get a little bit of um, playoff experience not really playoff experience but some game experience now the Bruins were 44 14 and 12 and will enter the Stanley Cup playoffs as one of the top four teams in the Eastern Conference we know that they will play a round robin against the Tampa Bay Lightning the Washington Capitals and the Philadelphia Flyers to determine the seeding in the Stanley Cup playoffs now an interesting um, question came in. Uh, Kenny from Springfield tweeted me a, a really great question last week. He wants to know if the if the Bruins will pick up where they left off. Well, Ken, 
if I can call you Ken or Kenny or whatever you want to, you know, Ken. Uh, the Bruins were 16-4-0 in their final 20 games before the NHL paused its season due to the due to the um, concerns around the coronavirus. The Bruins might be at a might be at a disadvantage when the season resumes, given the number of veterans on the roster. Maybe the three months off gave these guys a chance to rest and heal some injuries. But the Bruins will have to show that its veterans can match up with the younger teams like the Lightning and the Toronto Maple Leafs to to advance the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs. The one thing on their side, though, is playoff experience. They got the Game 7 of the Finals last season. They they, They won the Cup almost 10 years ago. And in between, you know, last season and that and that time, they actually made it to the finals against Chicago. So I think they have a good chance. I mean, they have the playoff experience. But one of the key factors is going to be Tuka Rask. I mean, Tuka Rask was a key factor in the Bruins getting within one victory of the Stanley Cup last season. This season, he was in contention for the Vesna Trophy as a top goalie in the NHL. And he's typically a slow starter, and that could be the ca- and that can't be the case when the Bruins begin the round robin and the playoffs. He needs to be on his best. And here's the other thing: I know I forget was it earlier this season or last season? He actually started off really bad, and he took some time off, and Halak took over for him. And then he came back and he was like on his game for the rest of the season and even into the playoffs. So he needs to be at his best early on for the Bruins to be successful. I mean, I really don't care if, you know, what happens in the round robin. It th- That really doesn't matter right now. What matters is he's on his best as soon as, not, o- not only with the round robin, but when the playoffs finally start. He needs to be totally on his game. So I'm just hoping that we, you know, not only the rest of the team shows up, but he really needs to show up because we all know that yeah, goaltending is a key factor in the playoffs. Now it looks like Edmonton and Toronto are going to be the NHL hub cities. It's Now here's the thing. It's good to have two hardcore hockey cities hosting the playoffs. A Canadian hub city was always the safest alternative and the league's best chance at completing the season once it resumes, even if it wasn't the NHL's first choice. Holding the NHL games solely in Canada, it makes sense. Think about this. And I've been saying it for over a month. The United States is on a collision course with this virus and, and Canada has controlled its COVID-19 cases. Canada, to me, was the only viable option for the league to continue this season or, or, the, or to continue the postseason. Now, the teams could report that their hub cities around July 26th and games, phase, which are part of Phase 4, would begin play on August 1st with the Stanley Cup Finals being played in Edmonton. 
Now, I know a lot of you Bruins fans are probably saying, well, the Toronto Maple Leafs are not going to have an advantage and, you know, we're going to be playing in Toronto and everything else. No. With no fans, home ice advantage for the Maple Leafs will be be minimal, if non-existent. I see the only thing that favors the Leafs right now is that maybe they get to stay in their own locker room. Who knows? I don't know these things. You know, we'll just have to find these things out later, like this week or next week or whenever they decide to, you know, officially announce that, you know, who's going to be where, what locker rooms. We don't know that right now. But I don't think there's going to be any home ice advantage for the Toronto Maple Leafs because you don't have fans involved. There's nothing there to really get these the Leafs pumped, pumped up. Okay, and I don't want to hear the and I don't want to hear the BS about if the Maple Leafs happen happen to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals because they played in their own own home ice. You know, don't make that. Will that be an excuse? I don't know, but I don't see any home ice home ice advantage for these guys. There's no fans to back them up. There's no fans to say, hey, you know, no fans there to cheer them on. It's going to be an empty arena. Okay? So, I don't know where the home ice advantage is going to be have for the Maple Leafs or the Edmonton Oilers. And if the Edmonton Oilers make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, hey, guess what? We're playing the Stanley Cup Finals in our own home building. Does that even make sense either? I mean, I don't know. But right now, I don't think the Maple Leafs have an advantage because they don't have their fans with them. Maybe their fans are going to be hanging out, hopefully social distancing, in their in their in that little park where they usually hang out and cry every time the Bruins beat them in a fi- in a in a playoff series. That's the only place where Leafs fans are going to be is in that little place, hopefully social distancing or wearing masks. Who you know? But then again, who cares about the Leafs? The NHL and NHLPA final, finalized an agreement on Phases 3 and 4 protocol and also announced a four-year extension of the CBA for a total of six years. So that means hopefully for a total of six years, we won't have to hear about player lockouts, strikes, or whatever. We're all set and good to go. Hopefully we'll see some kind of schedule uh, by early next week and we're good to go and it looks like we could actually see some hockey being played during the summer now the thing about phases 3 and 4 the, the protocols for phases 3 and 4 and I was looking I was looking over some of these important protocols um, for these phases 3 and 4 and, you know, there were some that caught my eye, some didn't. So I'm going to run down some of these for you. This way you get the idea of what's going to happen when they're in a bubble city or when they're in or with the Bruins when they're in Toronto. So here are some of the protocols. Any player may opt out of phases three and four without penalty of any kind, but must make that decision and notify its club in writing. Every person inside an NHL's bubble will be tested for COVID-19 on a daily nasal swab with a with a daily nasal swab 
and they will also be administered temperature checks and symptom screenings. Oh, well, that's a good idea. Each, each hub city will be tightly secured. No one will be able to enter or exit that is not authorized. Players will be living in single occupancy rooms with no roommates with each team assigned designated floors. So basically, let's just say Marshan and Bergeron were once roommates when they when they traveled on the road. Well, guess what? They're not going to be they're everybody's going to have their own room. There's going to be no roommates cuz usually when these guys travel on the road, they have a roommate. You know, I think there were stories of, you know, a long time ago, I think it was uh I mean, we're going way back. I think it was uh who was it? Kyle McLaren and Ray Bork were once roommates or somebody like that. Or there was one story of a rookie and a vet. You know, you don't team those guys up. Everybody's going to be on. Everybody's going to be in their own own separate room. So no roommates. Every team's going to be on a different floor. So to me, that's, that's, that's a really good idea. The NHL really got that part right. Players are not permitted to enter each each other's rooms, which I agree on somewhat. You know, if you're being tested every day, if you're being tested every day, shouldn't these guys, you know, shouldn't these guys be, you all right. Shouldn't these guys be like already, te- since they've already been tested, shouldn't these guys be okay to go into each other's rooms or even, even be roommates? But I think the NHL is really hit, is really, being strict on these, which is something I really agree on. Housekeeping will be will be provided every third day. That makes sense. Hotels, hotel bars, and restaurants will be open and available in the bubble, provided social distancing. Dis, social distancing. God, I can't get that right. Social distancing is followed. All right. So, does this mean that there aren't going to be any? Toronto people there, you know, Toronto citizens, you know, being at the same restaurants as the players. I don't know. I don't, all I know is that bars and restaurants are going to be open and available in the bubble. So maybe these are going to be, you know, off limits to anybody who lives in the Toronto or surrounding vicinity. So that's a, that's a really good idea. I mean, right now I'm loving this and how can you not say that this thing is good? The NHL has done their homework on this. At any time before or during play in the in the team tournament, the NHL and NHL NHLPA have the ability to postpone, delay, move, or cancel any games in the event of conditions present. Present risk of player health and safety, and or jeopardize the integrity of competition. Those conditions may include uncontrolled outbreak of COVID-19 in the players of one or more clubs participating in the tournament. No specific number of positive cases were provided in the protocol to define uncontrollable outbreak. The NHL has maintained a singular or even multiple isolated positive tests will not halt play. All right, so that's a good idea. Like I said, the NHL has got their act together here, folks. They really know what they're going to do. 
I really don't see an issue. I see that this thing is going to go through all the way to the finals. I don't see any problems with the way that I've been reading this whole entire 40-page protocol. I see no 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 issues so far. Now, any team that violates the rules set in the protocol will be subject to significant penalties, potential fines, and or loss of draft picks. Now, significant penalties or fines, I, I, I agree with that. As far as a loss of draft picks, I have a problem with that one because why would you want jeopardize your draft picks or why would you even you know you know why would the nhl even want to do that you know oh well so and so didn't follow the protocol you know let's just i'm just gonna throw a name out there let's just say one of the bruins players you know decided to go out and do something stupid does that mean the bruins are gonna lose their draft pick to me the team should not should not lose their draft pick because somebody wanted to be an be a complete a-hole. Okay. So basically what I would do is that specific player or whoever, you know, you you just basically probably send them back home. You know, if they're not gonna play by the rules, then you know what? You might know might as well get you know, might as well send them back to wherever, you know, back to Boston or wherever he wherever whatever country he came from because you know what if you're not going to play if you're not going to play our game the way we need to to be you know to be successful in this then maybe you shouldn't be here now any player this is another thing same thing any player who refuses to follow the testing and monetary protocol will not be allowed to participate and may be subject to permanent removal from the bubble. See? I jumped ahead of myself right there, but still. You know, I'm trying to actually, you know, prove my point here, and there it is right there. I just moved ahead of my notes here. (laughs) The entire package of the return to play in CBA will need to be ratified by the NHL and NHL Executive Committee 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 and then full membership vote with no ratification will take place until the CBA is complete. So that happened earlier in the day today, as previous to this recording of the podcast. So it looks like the NHL has it all planned out. I don't see any reason why this postseason can't happen. You know, you're you're in a bubble city. You're you're in a bubble. You have no access. You basically have limited access to stuff. You're going to be rooming by yourself, not with a roommate. You know, you're still going to ha- you're still going to have to have a chance to go out to the local restaurants and actually eat. So that's going to be good. But the main thing here is guys are going to be tested daily. Okay, and if you're not tested, and if you test positive, you're you're going to be qu- you're being quarantined. You're going to be, you know, for two weeks, you're going to be in another room or another resort or heck, even sent back to your own, you know, you know, your own home until you're for two weeks and then you can come back. So who knows what's going to happen here? But I don't see any reason why 
This can't happen. All right. So let let this thing go on. This is gonna this this is going to happen. Whether you there's gonna be people out there that are gonna be like, well, they should just cancel the season. I'm like, listen, these guys are gonna be in a bubble. There shouldn't be any issues here. All right. There's not gonna be any any issues with testing, guys being separated, you know, in their own rooms. You know, they're Toronto and Edmonton are gonna be prepared for this to not allow any access to the from the from the population to be with the players. All right? This is going to happen whether you like it or not, whether or not you're going to say cancel the season, cancel the season, guess what? This is going to happen. The only thing that's going to keep this from happening is a major outbreak of maybe like two or three teams, you know, going through maybe two or three teams. That's it. All right? So let's get this thing going so we can have a Stanley Cup champion in October and hopefully move on to next season. Now, as for next season, the NHL is remained focused on playing a full 82-game season despite a late start in December or January. They will try, they're going to try and squeeze it in, which means a, pro, a potential Stanley Cup final next summer. All right, but why why are you doing that? You guys have already you guys have already shown in the past that you can do a shortened season starting in you know in January. You know, there have been talks that you know possibly the season the officials the official season the, the season's going to officially start in the, in on New Year's Day with the Winter Classic, which to me would be awesome. You know, can't they just do a 48 game or 60 game, 64 game season next year? You know, you know, and maybe late May, early June, you know, like a lockout shortened seasons. That'll ensure the 21-22 season will be a nor- will be normal again and players get June, July and August to rest up. Okay? It can't be that it, it, it's that simple, you know, just do what you did during those lockout years. You know, you played, you, you you spent time, you know, negotiating a CBA. And then in December, and then in January, you started up again. Because I remember, what was it, 94 to the 94-95 season. You know, I remember that perfectly. I remember that well because I went out and I bought t- tickets for a, for a Whalers game for the day after Thanksgiving and I didn't get a chance to, I had actually had to re, get a refund for those tickets because the game wasn't played. The Whalers didn't play until freaking July and until July, till January. And I remember also the Rangers, you know, won the cup the following year. They had to wait until January to actually celebrate, you know, their banner raising for the Stanley Cup playoffs or for the Stanley Cup championship that they won in Jan- that they won back in June. So, you know, why not just don't do a 82 game schedule starting in January? You might as well just do a 460 or 40 something game, you know, starting in starting in January. This way you end on time. And the other thing is, isn't the next season when you have the Seattle team coming in? 
You know, you also have the Islanders opening up their new building. You know, I don't know. Sometimes the NHL doesn't make sense, kind of like with the with the draft. But we'll deal with the draft after when the uh, the qualifying rounds are done. We'll talk more about that. Now, talking about the whole entire thing with COVID-19 out there, the St. Louis Blues had to cancel practices at their team facility because four players and one coach may have been exposed to the coronavirus at a bar in Clayton, Missouri. Now, here's the thing. Don't go to a bar if you're a professional athlete and... You're on. You're about ready to start going into a bubble city. Seriously, why is anyone going into the bar in the in the United States right now? Let alone athletes about to enter a bubble for two or to, for two or three months. These players are conditioned to be spoiled and entitled with their with what they earn and their social status. Do not go out to a bar. I mean, are these guys going to be disciplined enough in their bubble city? I mean, they they could very well destroy an attempt to the return of of the playoffs. I mean, how stupid are these people? Oh yeah, we're going to go practice and then we're going to go over, you know, and then we're going to go out to a bar and hang out with people. Don't do that right now. You guys are actually on your way to become, you know, going into the playoffs. You guys are actually you you morons. Yes, you are morons. Basically going out there and you're jeopardizing other teams. You know, you're not only out there, you know, the St. Louis Blues are not only out there you know, jeopardizing the Bruins, the the Predators, the 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 Edmonton Oilers, all these other you're jeopardizing their their postseason right now. These guys who are who have returned and followed every basic protocol, and you guys had to go and screw it up. You know, there, there, there's a point where I actually, when I first saw this story, I sat there and I said to myself, "Gee, you know what? Maybe St. Louis shouldn't any but any team that bet- between now and the time we get to a bubble city, any t- any team that has one player test positive shouldn't be allowed." should be just automatically eliminated for being stupid. You know, and it it really, really, really ticks me off right now. You know, that here these players are, they're going out and partying. I mean, how dumb can you be? You know, don't go out to a bar. For For the next week, don't go out to a bar. Don't go part, you know, don't go hang out at a bar with, with with your buddies because you've been reunited after three months. It's really stupid. Just go to your practice, go to your practice facility with a mask on. All right. Take your test, go out on the ice, do whatever, whatever else you need to do at the, at the facility and go home. That's it. Don't go out to a bar. I mean, I, I haven't seen any reports of the of any of the Bruins players, you know, going going out to like the fours or, you know, going to banners or going at the Castigan Flagon or going to any of those places. No, they're going to Warrior Ice Arena from home to Warrior Ice Arena, then back home. Okay, unless 
The only thing I'm the only thing I would feel bad about is if somebody from their own family had it and con- and gave it to them. All right, that's the only thing. But you, you, right now you're getting ready to go to, into the playoffs. Be smart. Don't be a dumbass. All right? And the thing is, the same goes for all professional athletes who are starting. You know, the NBA, they're going to be in a bubble down in Disney. The uh, Major League Baseball, they're going to be starting up. You know, I don't know what the rules, what's going to happen, you know, what's what the protocols are for, the, for Major League Baseball because I have no clue. I've been mainly zeroed in on the NHL. You know, who knows what the hell, what's going to happen with, with the NFL. But these professional athletes really got to smarten up. You know, there's a virus going around. Stick by your team. Don't go out and party. Don't go out to the bar because, you know, you feel like it. No. You go to your practice facility and go home. Or go to your practice, or if you're in the middle of a game, you know, go back to your hotel room. That's simple. Don't be a dumbass. And I don't want to hear none of this shut down sports until COVID, until there's no COVID BS. All right, because I have something, some news for you people. All right, normal is not coming back for quite some time. If it does come back at all, COVID is is going to be here until mid twenty twenty one or maybe even twenty twenty two. Unless we're canceling all sports until then, this is how it's going to be. Sorry to burst your little bubble, but life must must go on. I mean, think about it. Even this past week. Now, a lot of people, a lot of you know me. I'm a huge NASCAR fan, huge, huge NASCAR fan. Over the last week, uh, seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson announced he had covid He's going to be out at least until until he gets cleared by NASCAR. Okay, he caught it from. I believe he caught it from his his wife went out or something like that. All right, so it's all over the place. You know who knows. You know, but his wife caught his wife caught it, so he's out for two weeks. So. It's going to be here for a while. You know, and I know people are out there are going to say, you know, this is stupid. You know, this whole playoff thing is stupid. You know, they should not come back till next week. And, you know, guys, it ticks me off. It's like, I'm not, you know, this is really, you know what? These guys are trying. All right. They're trying to bring pleasure back. Pleasure. They're trying to bring things back that's going to take people's minds off of this, off of this whole thing. Think about that. You know, you're the, these guys are coming back, putting their lives on the line or life on the line or whatever the hell you want to call it. They're putting their life on the line to come back, not only to do something that they enjoy, but do something for us. They're doing something for us, to give us something to... You know, with all the BS going on in the country right now, or all over the world, they're giving us something to think about, something to watch, something to entertainment, some type of entertainment, or entertain us. 
through this through these difficult times. So, you know, life has to go on at some point. And to everybody saying this is stupid, I'm not watching, you know, you know, they should come back next season, they need to cancel. You know what? You don't have to watch. But you know what? We know you're going to watch. We know that one little Ranger fan who's sitting in New York right now is saying, I don't want to watch this. This is so stupid. You know, they should come back until October. You know, there's not going to be, there might not even be an October, but you know what? You will watch the Stanley Cup playoffs. I guarantee you those people out there who are going to be watching, you know, who are out there saying, you know, I'm not watching. They should cancel the season. They're putting players, you know, they're putting lives in jeopardy and everything else. Then don't watch it. But I know you're going to watch it. Oh yeah, you're going to watch it. You know you're you're going to watch it. Oh, you know. Because that first night when there's the playoffs, you're going to be flipping through your channels and you're going to see hockey and you're going to be and you're going to see your favorite team on the ice. You're going to say, "Guess what? You're going to watch it." You're not going to stop watching it. If you are a true hockey fan, you are going to watch it. Okay? I know it. You're not going to sit there and just say, well, I'm going to flip through the channels. Oh, gee, the the Bruins are playing the, you know, the Bruins are playing, the Bruins are, or the um, Rangers are playing the Carolina Hurricanes. Geez. Um, you know what? I think I'm going to sit there and watch it. And you will watch it. It's not like you're going to go hang out somewhere. There, You basically have nowhere to go. Unless you want to be these one of these fools that decides they're going to go to the in a, to a crowded beach. So, we know you're going to be watching. I know you're going to be watching. Okay? You're going to be watching. I know you will. I know you will. You're not going to be able to turn away because you're a hockey fan. If you love hockey, you're going to be watching it no matter what. Yeah, you will. You will. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. If you have a question for me, like Ken did, you can tweet me at HockeyNASCAR413. And if you're interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great week, and go Bruins. And I know you're going to be watching. Oh yes, you will be watching hockey, no matter what. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.